Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. Looks like we got a map with Grenda Garloth on it, found on one of the remains. I have Istrid at the bar. We then travel to the House of Inspired Hands, and we try to adopt Nim. That's, that's a little bit troublesome. She doesn't want to give him up very willingly, but eventually, with some persuasion from Eddie, we, we managed to get that deal. I didn't actually do a good job of persuading. In the end, it was Gunesh who was yeah, like... Yeah, that makes sense. So I'm City Watch. Yeah. This crazy <clears throat> halfling bard is useless. <laughs> I'm going to do some paperwork. You are legally required to give me this. You still matter. So then we decide to take Nim back to the tavern, and we're trying to get to know him. Obviously, it's a little difficult because he speaks a different language with the sign language, so we're all trying to figure it out together. Heroes not included. All right. Uh, Ganesh, Pandy, you guys make your way down to the precinct house. Mm-hmm. How do you want to handle this? I would like to talk to the captain and make a report about the nimble right that has been on the loose and how we ascertained the location of said nimble right and uh, neutralized it as a target and recovered the assets and then returned those assets to the House of the Inspired Hand, where we were in turn given the nimble right that created this menace, was released into our protective custody. And as such, I would like to fill out the paperwork to fulfill my responsibility as the protective custodian of said nimble right. Can I give you inspiration for your cop talk? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Totally. Uh, the captain goes. Right, so let me get this straight. There were two nimble rights. You smashed one of them, and you are now adopting the other or taking the other? I've been calling it protective custody because this second nimble right seems to be quite advanced to the point where it created another nimble right. Um, and as such, I would like to keep it in my protective custody where I can keep an eye on it so we can learn more about it. Um, and make sure that it, it, it does not get up to such shenanigans again. Well, better in your house than mine. That's kind of what I figured. I figured nobody would have a real problem with this, considering I was letting it shit in my own backyard. Yep, yeah, I'm fine with that. Although, keep in mind, if it does end up, you know, I shitting anywhere else. well aware. Crapping anywhere else, it's on you. He fills out a couple pieces of paperwork, and he takes your paperwork, and he stamps them with several things. Bum, 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 bum. And he hands it back to you, and then he looks over at you, Penny, and he says, You, uh, wizards fine with all of this? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This all is right. exactly in our wheelhouse. We've lost study. Well, I, I don't know a thing about, you know, magic and mumbo-jumbo stuff, but uh, if uh, you think this is going to be safe, then I don't got a problem. Well, that's why we're here. 
All right. I'll have someone run over uh, the paperwork to the house of inspired hands. Sounds good. On our way home, I would like to stop and get like a small, like what in our day would be like a $25 flower arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, and send that over to uh, Mistress Pissy Pants. Valetta? Yeah. I don't like her. I don't like her either, but I'm sending her a little yeah. flower kit so she will stay away from us. You yep. send your flower arrangement and you make your way back to the tavern. You return back to the tavern to see Eddie playing a beer and a stein on a table. Nim standing next to it. And you're not sure if Nim is paying attention to Eddie or not, but you can tell that Eddie is really invested in giving this performance for Nim. I am shiny with sweat. My eyes are closed and I'm like shouting freedom over and over and over again. Freedom. Freedom. I'm probably slinking slowly back up the stairs to go say hello to Estrid. Okay. Totally. I'm surprised you're still here. I'm not trying to be too obvious, but I'm kind of... You eventually make your way upstairs. Eventually, yeah. Yeah, got it. I'm going to sit down and watch Eddie do her thing while casting Find Familiar as a ritual. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I have Sparrow shows up. I have no idea that anyone has entered the tavern. Is there any customers? Not yet. There, I can imagine being, like, coming to a place, seeing that happening, and being like, nope. Yep. I'm out of here. Nope and out. Okay. Yep. If we have some downtime, I'm going to start asking Nim some questions. First, I'm going to try to ascertain what signing for yes and no is by okay. asking things I know Nim will say yes to. Like, is your name Nim? He uh, nods with his head. <laughs> well, I know that one. I'm just going to start conversing with Nim and ask Nim to sign back to me and try to see if I can notice patterns. Okay. Well, you are able to identify yes and no. Uh, Sometimes it's a head nod. Sometimes it's a a shake of the hand in a certain way. Okay. Um, No is sometimes a shake of the head or a shake of a hand in a slightly different way. Okay. But you are able to figure out that they're the yes and the no. However, everything else happens at, at speed, so to speak. Yeah. When you start moving away from yes and no questions, it becomes really difficult to have any idea about what Nim is actually saying. Okay. Ganesh, what are you up to? Ganesh is trying to process the day. The last 24 hours have been a lot. So I think Ganesh is just like playing a solitary card game at one of the tables. Okay. And trying to process what all has transpired and what our next steps need to be. All right. You said solitary, which is a word, but I heard it as solitaire-esque. <laughs> Excellent. Which um, is cool. We finally makes their presence known. Do we have, like, a notebook on the bar that is totally. just Leaf's notebook? Yes. That he just, yeah. like, flops open mm-hmm. when he, like, has some shit to say? Yeah. We need to talk to Leaf. How does Leaf make? Well, Leaf makes his presence known by flipping open his notebook and writing out, what is this? Question mark. My song fades. Probably as soon as you saw Pandy starting to try and talk to him, you were like, they're not paying attention to me. Yeah, I think I haven't been playing for a while, so I probably noticed that. So I see that Leaf has written that. Nim is a friend of ours. 
He's a nimble, right? On a different note, should we be paying you? Do you feel like a slave? Have we been abusing you? Should we be giving you back pay? Are you okay? Health benefits. Anything you want. We care about you. (laughs) Ellipses. Leaf writes in his notebook, whatevs. There's a pause and then follows that up with, don't fail with the tavern. Okay, that's what I thought. It seemed like you were in this for the tavern to succeed. Do you want a hat? <laughs> Ghost hat. So just like a hat Is floating it? through the space? <laughs> I just, do you want a hat? <laughs> in the notebook you read, uh, No. Okay. <laughs> Leaf has stunning hair. I was just checking. Knesh, you're doing your game of solitaire. Brick, you've gone up to spend time with Istrid. Yes. Uh, helping to polish that armor. Yes. Keep that thing squeaky clean. Got it. Eddie is trying to have two conversations at once in two different ways. Pandy, what are you up to? First, I it occurs to me that I might think, have I been shirking any of my duties to the Watchful Order? I've been really busy lately with all this other stuff. Do I feel like I've been... You haven't been there in a while. Yeah. I should probably pay them a visit. Okay. Also, is there a a library there? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'd like to make my way there. In fact, one of your usual tasks is to help reorganize the card catalog and return books to the stacks. Okay. Well, I'd like to make my way there. Okay. Yeah. You arrive, and sure enough, you make your way up to the library. Mm Mm-hmm. And the librarian kind of gives you a look like, oh, there you are, sort of thing. And you look over, and you can see on your station is a large number of books and lots and lots of cards. Hello. How's it going? Everything all right? Yeah, I suppose. People have been doing a lot of reading. Well, that's that's good. Education is key. Right, I'm just going to go ahead and take care of this, shall I? That would be lovely. Okay, so I guess I will... Makes for a good excuse to do a little research yourself, though. Yeah, exactly. So, as I'm reorganizing things, I'm going to try to keep my eye out for any books that might relate to any information about Grenda. Oh, okay, sure. Um, And to see if there's any kind of information just about the validity of the rumors about her mechanical device and maybe... Okay what kind of person she is. Uh, yeah. A brunette. Uh, give me um, give me a knowledge history check. Let's see what you can dig up. All right. Uh, I'll even take an investigation check if you'd prefer. Uh, I'd like... They're both the same. I'll do knowledge history. Okay. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. You learn that Grenda Garloff has been living in the dock ward for quite some time. Mm-hmm. In fact, the area of the dock ward that she lives in is called Mist Shore. Okay. The contraption, the metal monster, is actually referred to as an apparatus of Wallish. An apparatus of Wallish? Yes. And to your eyes, looks like a big metal crab. Cool. You see several legs, and it looks like it has some sort of claws. Mm-hmm. And according to the information that you've uncovered... You can apparently go underwater in this thing and walk along the bottom of the ocean or the harbor or somewhere. Awesome. We have to use, we have to, I want to be in it. What little you've learned about Grinda, it seems that Grinda is taken to be somewhat of an eccentric 
and believes that there is a lot of treasure to be found at the bottom of the harbor. Cool. Well, I will wrap up my duties, however long that takes me. <laughs> yeah, it takes you. It takes you the whole afternoon. Putting everything away as well as doing your research, you'll be back at the tavern in time for dinner. Okay. All right. By the time dinner arrives, you have made some progress on getting a sense of Nim saying yes and no. Uh, Can I do an insight check to see if Nim seems miserable and scared or okay? Oh, yeah, give me an insight check, sure. I just want to know how Nim's doing. Jeez Louise, nine. Uh, very tough to read, Nim. He doesn't have a mouth. Can I try and insight? Sure. Playing the solitaire game, watching everything that's going on in the tap room. Oof. Just as bad. Today has been confusing, and nothing is going quite exactly as I thought it would. The cops didn't give me any trouble, which was unusual for them. That other lady did when I thought we had a square deal. We totally had a square deal, and she made me feel crazy. She's a creep. Mm-hmm. She's Aleta. annoying. Nim, would you like parts so you can build creations? Uh, signs very rapidly at you. Did you pick up a notebook on your way home? Yeah, I'll hand Nim notebook pen. Okay, yeah, you hand him a, uh, a, a pencil and a notebook, and he immediately just starts drawing at a rapid speed diagrams. Cool. Could you make Equation. a list of things you need? He kind of looks at you and he signs something. I shout from across the room, we're going to need to budget for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm I know thinking. you want to encourage him. Think of it as a long-term investment. I mean, I do. Do not get me wrong. I signed the paper. My, I am responsible for him, is my concern. So, like, maybe let's just keep this scale on the small side. Sure. And without any sort of firepower. By the time you're sure. done having that conversation with Ganesh, he's filled the notebook with diagrams. Wow. He is so cool. And he puts it back down on the table, and he kind of puts his hands down and starts looking around the room again. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. So, we do we have extra rooms? I feel like the dwarf... Uh, I think we're kind of filled up. Take a look at the map. Let's see, on the second floor, there's the den, the common room, the hall, the bedroom, and the spare room. On the third floor, there is a bedroom with a private bath, a master bedroom with a private bath, and a library. And then the attic has attic, an attic bedroom. So, I feel like Nim... Would like the attic, right? Brick's up there. But Brick lives in the attic. But there's storage up there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Right now, Istrid in is in the spare room. So, because so the attic storage seems like a really good place. It's where for it him. was before. Yeah, and it seems like something that, like it seemed like he liked that space. And there's some windows up there. 
We just gotta make it clear that, like, whatever he does to the walls in there has gotta be removable. Like, yeah. he can't carve into my into my ceiling. Why? Why? Because <laughs> it degrades the integrity of the ceiling. I just think he should be free to do as he wishes. That's... We can get some crummy plywood and put it all up. <laughs> or we Real could life. just give him charcoal and a scrub brush. Endless paper. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let's do that. So I'm going to approach Nim and say, if you want to stay here, follow me, and I'm going to show you where you can stay if you want to. Are you going to show him Brick's room without talking to Brick? No, I'm going to show him the attic storage room. Oh, the attic storage across yeah, from Brick. because that's, yeah. It makes me slightly uneasy, but... Why? Where do you think Because there's no, there's no supervision up there. It's him and Brick. I'm not much supervision. <laughs> I think Brick is great supervision. <laughs> it's right. him and Brick. No way, man. You'll, you might find this out. This thing could find cool. some way to convince Brick to, like, follow it out a window or something. I am concerned. I don't think Nim is bad. I don't think he's bad either, but I don't think he understands, like... I don't think he has a one single moral. <clears throat> he's just a being. He's so he, cool. He just exists, and that's great, and I'm happy for him. Don't ruin my ceiling, and, like, don't kill my friends. Those are my two big asks. Okay. Um, <laughs> Gunesh's rules to being a house guest. <laughs> Pretty good rules. Um, so I'm gonna sort of, like, beckon him to follow me. Do you, does he go with me? Yeah, he starts moving. And as we're walking up the stairs, I'm gonna say, and just so you know, Gunesh has two house rules... That are important to follow, easy to follow. Don't scratch into the walls and don't kill anybody. There are more rules than that, but those are the really two most important ones that you should be aware of. If you don't like this room, you know, I was just, you were in the attic in your old place and I thought you'd like it. If you don't like it, you can tell me. I just, you know, want to be accommodating. Let me know. I hope by now we're up the stairs. Yeah, you finally make it all the way up to the attic storage across from um, Brick's room. And you open it up, and in there is a lot of stuff left over from the renovations. We can spruce it up for you if you like it. What do you think? And I'm gonna... Is there dust? Is there any... Okay. Yeah, it's been several weeks. There's a bunch of stuff left over from the the renovating of the tavern. You know, Um, you can see places where it looks like Leaf has been using the space. You see a few things squirreled away here and there. I love it. Do you want to stay with us? Does this seem like a cool room for you? He signs rapidly at you. So I, when you do that, I don't know. I can't understand your language. So um, if you could just like write yes or no in the dust or nod. I know that your answer is more complex than that because you're a more complex being. But I am... Um, Amy's going to start a cult here. Mm-hmm. I'm very uh, un- unable to communicate with you. It's 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 me. It's it's not you. It's me. Uh, just give me a yes or no if you want to hang out here. Maybe. Nim looks around the room again. Kind of looks around and looks around and then looks back at you, and just kind of nods his head. I'm very excited, and I'm saying, okay, well, I'm going to go have dinner. Uh, You can do whatever you want, uh, as long as you don't kill anybody or make any permanent marks in the walls. And I'm going to run down the stairs and get some dinner. Okay. And Nim lights the place on fire. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to run back upstairs quickly, 
panicked and be like, oh, also, Nim, just so you know, I don't know about how much, I don't know you very well, but I'm just letting you know that most of the other rooms are in this building are personal. So if you see a bed or personal effects in a room that you go into, that probably means that they belong to someone. So don't maybe um, break them or touch them. I'm gonna roll for this. I want to recreate the folded bird message that we got. I try and remember how that was folded and I wanna make one for Nim quickly before I go downstairs also. Uh, okay. I'm gonna roll for that. Is this like a sleight of hand? Yeah, sleight of hand. Okay. <laughs> Nine. It looks less like a bird and more like a cow. But it kind of looks like shape. It like has, it's not it, just crumpled. It has shape. There is a lot of debate as to what animal shape that would be, but it does have shape. I do love mysteries. It's um, a manatee. Yes. So I'm gonna. <laughs> so I'm gonna give that to him and sort of like bow. You, you hand it to him, and uh, he opens it up, folds it back the way you had it, opens it up, folds it back the way you had it, and then begins literally ripping it apart along the seams of all the folds. Okay, I'm gonna leave. Bye! And I'm gonna run downstairs and have dinner. That was weird. great. <laughs> Did that get weird? That didn't <clears throat> feel weird. <laughs> it read weird from over here. It's mm. uh, it's it's <laughs> par for the course with Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe cool. that's the way we should. Eddie that. just takes people as they come, mm-hmm. and that is beautiful. I would have it no other way. And then it obsesses over them. <laughs> I am. It's beautiful. You I'm, are in running this Nim train. It's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. I Nim is my friend. All right, you come back downstairs to the tap room, and you see Ganesh and Pandy there. You don't know where Brick is. Well, you have an idea where Brick yeah. is. Hey, you two. Hey, uh, You hungry? Always. I could eat. Same. <clears throat> so I'm gonna... There's. We can just order dinner, because the, the tap room's open. I'm gonna order some snacks. Some dinner-type snacks. You guys gonna talk at all about the map? Yeah. So... Found out a bit about Grendgarloth. She lives in a place called Mist Shore, and apparently, the device she uses is called the Apparatus of Wallish. Giant metal crab looks very, very impressive. If it's real, which I think it is, it apparently lets her submerge and walk along the bottom of the harbor because she believes there's treasures down there. Big old crab. I think it's worth finding out why the Nimblewright had a map leading to her, but mostly I just want to see this apparatus. Do you think the map is to the apparatus? I think it's to her, where the app- and I'm sure she has the apparatus somewhere. We are gonna find out about that. Wonder if it was sent there to sabotage? Perhaps. Well, we have to find the, the Stone of Golar. Mm-hmm. The last we saw, the Zents had it, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The Garhuns. something about it? The Garhuns and the Zents, and or the Zents, because we can assume they're <laughs> um, in league with one another had an interest in her. Perhaps they need her in order to be able to do whatever it is they need to do with the stone. She Maybe. seems to know a lot about treasure. Exactly. I think, I'm thinking it has something to do with Garhund and, by extension, the Zents, or perhaps just Garhund by help of the Zents, need Grenda or her apparatus. Because there's a reason they haven't, presumably haven't used the stone yet. So I think we should find out what that thing is. I think we should, too. 
if should anything. we travel mm-hmm. in the cloak of darkness or should we go tomorrow morning we need to just go and talk to this lady there's nothing that says that she's on she's like an enemy I didn't get I didn't hear Someone any doing... research that would, that would seem like it would so but should we go now or later what time is it dinner time 7.30? Probably best not to pay someone a call so late unexpectedly. It's true, it's a bit rude. Eccentrics are usually insomniacs. <laughs> and he's just dropping the... Boom, there dropping you are. Truth. Yeah, let's wait till the morning. Okay. That's fine with me. I'm so excited. Same. It's a map. Alright. Well, the next morning, you all meet downstairs. Brick, you had a really, really difficult night. Yeah. Between Istrid's constant demands mm-hmm. and Nim's unending noise. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, no way. Was it just, was, <clears throat> it wasn't loud enough to get below him, though? You're right. Okay. Well, then, sorry. About unending that. noise. Seemed like he was always banging, pounding, moving, scraping, something. Whizzing, whirling. You have no idea. But you've is, had a really rough night. Is Nim down there with us? No. Okay. I'm just looking very perturbed. What's up, Brick? I didn't get much sleep. Oh. In a good way? No. Oh. Haven't sealed the deal yet. Oh my god. What? I mean, it's obvious. It's an eventuality. I'll get there. Oh my god. (laughs) I believe in you, buddy. Let me know if you need a wing Eddie is closing her ears right now. (laughs) You don't know what you are talking about? I don't want to know what you are talking about. And if you are talking about a certain person who shouldn't be anywhere near this bar, you should probably not talk about her at breakfast. I just have so much feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I know, buddy. I am horrified. You just gotta get out. You know what I mean? Just get get out. I am sobbing into my eggs. I'm just eating my eggs, but, like, tears are coming out of my eyes. Uh, Are you okay, Eddie? Yeah, I think I'm allergic to something. (laughs) Oh. After I tease Brick, I'm going to, as we're wrapping up breakfast, cast Five Familiars of Ritual. Okay, sure enough. Easy peasy. You all uh, grab your gear and begin to make your way down to the dock ward. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.